As a parent, you want to build a strong foundation for your child's success. With Time for Learning, you can do just that. Time for Learning is an award-winning online homeschool curriculum for pre-K through 12th grade that teaches math, language arts, science, social studies, and more. With automated grading and reporting, flexible scheduling, and not to mention an affordable price, homeschooling has never been easier. Thanks to the engaging lessons in student-paced curriculum, my child has all the tools they need to dream big. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Moms Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz and this is an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today we're going to talk about developing your child's potential. This is episode 293 and you can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. And I want to thank our sponsor of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and this podcast, Time for Learning. Have you checked out this website? Uh, the classes are available for a low monthly fee, and they even have a 14-day money-back guarantee. Um, Time for Learning has comprehensive curriculum. They um, have um, an online learning system and a graded system and so forth, and you can check that out uh, at Time, the number 4, learning.com. All right, well, our sponsors help bring you this network for free. And so we really are thankful for them. And this is a packed uh, podcast today. So I am going to uh, get started here. You know, God has an amazing plan for us and especially for our children. And our role as parents is varied, right? You know, depending on the time of day, sometimes we nurture, sometimes we're just trying to keep them safe. And other times we are educating them. And our culture tries to tell us that we what we can and can't be, but as a homeschool family, we are uh, really blessed. One reason is that as homeschoolers, we have the ability to teach our children whatever we want. And uh, that is really something that I have enjoyed doing through the years. You know, um, I didn't feel like I had limitations, and the only limitations I had were those that I was putting on myself. And it has been said repeatedly that the most important time for your child's developmental health is when they're young, before they reach the age of 18. And do you know what that means um, as far as homeschooling goes? We are doing um, everything that, you know, by the book, you know, of those authorities out there say that we should do because the most influential and pivotal person in a child's life is their mother and then their father. You know, so many have pushed the moms out of the home uh, to work, and we've seen the effect of this in so many families. But the best parents are not the ones who make the most money, who indulge their children in gifts or things. The best parents give their kids boundaries, set up their environments as places where the child can grow, and they are there for them. 
And being a mom who is there for your kids 24-7 can sometimes be overwhelming, but it is the best for their mental health. We are there to listen when our kids talk, and I know sometimes it can be painful if you have a child who's a talker. Um, I had some of those, and um, you know sometimes it's just hard to sit there and listen and not want to say something. The best parents treat their kids as gifts from God, and let me tell you, sometimes I've had to pray, you know, or Lord, help me to love this child that you gave me, especially if a child was one that I went head to head with. You know, um, we give our kids respect and we expect it back. Strong parents lead by example. Children who reach their potential within the homeschool environment have a safe place for the following. And again, you can get these on the show notes on Vintage Homeschool Moms. Uh, com, and this is episode 293. So we allow our kids to think, explore, experiment, develop, understand, respect, desire, learn about relationships, love, and make decisions. Now, I just brainstormed and put those down, and obviously they can be in whatever order you want them to be. Many times our children only think for themselves with the image that we reflect upon them. I want you to think about that. Do we put limitations on our children? I know when I was a teacher and I had the ability to see a child's IQ, that could really taint how I felt about that child. But thankfully, when I was in school, one of the big projects that we studied was a scenario that was given to us as educators. And one of the things that we were given was um, this study that was done and I don't know if you've ever heard about this, but it's a pretty famous study out there where children um, or the professors, the teachers, you know, if it was in a high school, were told that their kids had high IQs and they really were just average learners. And because the, the teacher perceived these children as being smarter than they were, their outcomes were smarter now or better than, than the average. Now, this sort of... Um, sort of thing happened to my brother-in-law. We did used to do a podcast, Current Issues in the Constitution, which is a bit dated, but is still available on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. And um, as a professor, my brother-in-law was, you know, doing some innovative things, um, you know, on the high school level even and in college. And so one of the things he did was um, he had a class that didn't have grades, and he got some permission to do this. So a lot of the other teachers were kind of irritated because his kids were testing high. They were clepping out of, you know, the American history portion um, in his state of Virginia, West Virginia. And so... um, They said, well, it's only because he's been given the higher demographic kids and kids that are smarter. So they gave him a class of children that were supposed to be low functioning. And he gave them the potential. He he said, you have the potential to learn this information. He presented it in a way where they were competing um, against themselves. And he found the same results. So... Basically, when we have our children before us and we don't put any limitations on our children and we believe that they have the key to to reaching their potential and beyond, they will do it. And there are five keys to developing this. Um, I'm going to give you five and then I'm going to give you another five in just a minute. And the first is 
and I've talked about this so many times, number one is give your children time. If we fill their time 24-7 with a gazillion things, they don't have any time to think. Does this mean just let them go play video games? I am not a big proponent of video games, and I have one child out of five um, who absolutely loves them, and he has to temper himself with them. But he also is a very creative thinker. So you have to give your child time to explore some of the things that interest them. Number two is take the time to observe your child. Do you know what interests your child? Have you taken the time to just sit back and watch? Number three is build up your child. You know, I'm going to give you some examples of that in just a minute. The fourth is to encourage your children. And the fifth is look at what they do naturally. There are some things that our children just gravitate to. Uh, you can call them gifts from God. Um, they have natural gifts of what they are good at doing. I have to say that I have learned so much from my husband. Out of the two of us, I'm the talker, I'm the doer, I don't like to procrastinate. My husband's a thinker. He considers, he contemplates, and sometimes out of the blue, he says things and you're thinking, whoa, you know, have you been thinking of that for a while? My husband is naturally positive and he sees the good in things. And he often says, good try when the results are less than stellar, especially when my kids played sports. Uh, my husband would do this um, as a coach and the parents would just kind of laugh in the stands because, you know, he, they would always say, you know, he manages to make it a good thing and encourages and it was amazing because he got the best out of his players the same way that he got the best out of our kids. This doesn't come naturally for me. However, I've seen firsthand how effective my husband was in encouraging our kids to try harder. When our children had difficulty doing something or succeeding, he would ask, what are you thinking? Especially if something that they did was not something they should have done. And at first they would say, gosh, I don't know, Dad. But after a while, they knew that he expected an answer. And they had to think, they had to analyze, they had to give it serious thought. And guess what? They had to self-correct. When I realized that one of my children was naturally gifted, he basically taught himself to read when he was four, I knew he needed to be academically challenged. And I watched as he continued to keep up academically with his siblings. So I had to challenge him by offering him some projects and activities. For my struggling learners, I watched and I observed their interests, and I looked at what came naturally. And my children range from struggling learners to gifted, yet they have all been academically successful. And it was more about giving my children opportunities, rather dwelling on what they could not do. Several of my kids excelled in sports, and several of them excelled in science. For the older two that were really interested in science, the focus was science fair projects, field trips that centered around science, nature centers, museums, NASA Space Center, and so much more. For the younger three, they did some of the same things, but we added sports and sports-related activities. And I have to tell you, parents, this was so against my grain and my nature. I am not sports-minded. I did not grow up in a family of talented sports people. And so I had to sit back, 
um, and allow my children to excel in an area that was totally out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, my husband did excel in sports and he played sports in college. So it was, you know, I always say he got it from that side of the, the kids got it from that side of the family. But I had to, you know, kind of die to self a little bit and encourage them. Um, the same way I had to die to self where I thought all of my children should go to college because my husband and I went to college, even though our extended family did not. You know, his parents didn't go to college. My parents didn't go to college. And so out of the five, three have gone on to college. So as I am sharing about your child's potential and believing they can do the best that they can, know that sometimes we have to take a back seat into what we think is best and allowing our children to succeed. So my daughter... Um, one of my children went on to play in the softball World Series, not once, but twice in Little League. And she's currently playing softball in college with an academic scholarship. Uh, My youngest also plays on the college level um, with many successes in high school. And we had to allow our children to think and to explore in areas of interest, to experiment by testing their ideas. You know, sometimes this was in the kitchen. Sometimes this was with chemical compounds. Yes, we supervised. But we had to allow our kids to develop ideas. I read an article one time where this guy was saying, well, it's just really dumb to allow your kids to develop ideas and their potential because, you know, my kid wanted to be a rocket scientist and my other kid wanted to be, you know, uh, a um, basketball star. Well, just because, you know, sometimes our kids want to be things like rocket scientists and basketball stars doesn't mean that they can't be. You know, I personally, I personally know someone who is a rocket scientist. I personally know somebody who um, was very successful playing professional ba- basketball and baseball. You know, lots of people who, um, around here that we know that played Major League Baseball. So just because you may think that your child, you know, doesn't have the talent to succeed. It doesn't mean that we can't allow our children, you know, to to look at these things. And whether or not they succeed is not something that we base our success upon, right? It is our children. We can't li- live through them. I know some parents try to do that. You know, sometimes when I allowed my kids to develop their ideas, um, my other kids thought it was a huge waste of time. For example, my youngest liked building um, with Legos, you know, through his teen years. And he made videos using Lego characters, you know. And even if his, his, brother's, um, his brother and sister, you know, thought this was a waste of time, this is a child who now wants to be an engineer. He was also the one caught jumping off of a roof in our backyard. Uh, another sibling, thankfully, brought that to my attention, And he was testing a theory of trajectory and landing, right? He could have broken his neck. So thankfully, uh, we stopped that. But this was a child who was taking things and exploring, you know. Um, Our children would understand, uh, you know, sometimes the information before they were on grade level. So I had to say, okay, let's go on. And some had to repeat algebra class because they failed to demonstrate an understanding. 
I remember using three uh, different algebra curriculums with one of my children and finally uh, found Matthew C. with two of my boys and it worked for them. And for the other three, it was video class and textbook for higher math and that worked for them. You know, I'm going to give you five more keys to potential and that is number six, listen when your children speak. Give them time to develop their interest. Number seven. Number eight, give your children opportunities. Number nine, ask them what they're thinking when they make mistakes. And number 10, don't put limitations upon them. You know, some of these things kind of uh, overlap, but they are still important. Sometimes your child's potential is pointed out by a family member or neighbor. You know, I listened one time to my struggling learner. Um, You know, he had trouble reading. So he was presenting a report from memory in a speech class that the kids were taking. And it was amazing because he didn't stumble or appear nervous like his peers did because he knew his material. And guess what? He wasn't reading it. He had stage presence, something you cannot just have, you know, without it being a gift. Sure, you can practice it, but it doesn't come naturally to some. And this presentation made an impact on the other participants. And it set him up for success. And he was, you know, really um, not aware of this gift that God had given him. Your children's potential comes in many shapes and sizes. And each child who is encouraged to discover and explore will have lifelong skills. It isn't how many answers you're able to fill in on a test It's the ability to find the answers you need to solve your questions that will allow you to succeed. And parents, our child's potential is in your hands. It's up to you to spend the time with them, to give them the ability to explore. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You can find the show notes for today's uh, podcast at your child's potential, developing your child's potential uh, podcast 293 on vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Again, a big shout out for time, the number four learning.com uh, for being a sponsor of our network and vintage homeschool moms. Thanks so much for listening. Give us a star rating if you would on iTunes or any of the podcast apps where you listen to this show. Thanks so much. God bless, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.